Hey everyone, this is Behind the Minds with Frank. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Minds. This is episode number two. This episode is going to be going over my process, what I'm going through, my destination, and everything in between. These types of episodes I've decided to call self-analysis. So this project that I'm working on is called Bad Idea. So with self-analysis, I hope that you can find some type of relation with my work process, some of the things that I had struggle going through mentally to finally reach its end stage. And hopefully there's other connections that could be made throughout this entire podcast. So let's get into it. So I had a chance to sit down yesterday and write myself some questions, some things that I felt I wanted to ask myself that had to deal with this current project that I'm in, this current process. So what is Bad Idea? Bad Idea is a magazine that I put out, self-produced from beginning to end, from taking the photo, importing it in, getting it into Lightroom, adjusting what I have to, finalizing it, putting it into InDesign, and, you know, composing that into a book. The only process that I don't do is the processing of film. That's something that's out of my hands right now, so I leave it to the processors in Kingwood to process my film for me. Um, those guys, their their store name is Kingwood Photo Lab. They're off of Kingwood Drive, I believe. Uh, they've been doing my film for you know, a couple months now since I've started shooting and I'm satisfied with their work. Uh, if you have a chance, if you're in Houston, definitely give them a check. But back to it, Bad Idea is just another way for me to express in simple terms it's a way for me to put my work into the hands of others with social media being the main source of media in other words it's so easy for us to share photos which can be really really great it it just pushes things to an extent that couldn't be reached Now, being of a generation that grew up on social media, I feel that I have to backtrack to go back to these older ways of connecting with others more one-on-one, if that's the way to put it. There's more of a human connection with what I produce, so Bad Idea is a way for me to connect with people in real life. It's it's a way for me to hand off these magazines or ship them out. It's a way for people to hold on to what it is that I'm creating from my mind. So the inspiration behind Bad Idea was maybe... A couple years ago, I, I can't remember exactly when it was that I thought about the name or, you know, figured that I turned it into a magazine. I know little by little it was an inspiration for a magazine, but I don't think I ever really pushed it. And it was just based off of, you know, funds and I didn't have enough content at the time. I, I don't feel like my body of work at that stage was 
good enough. Maybe I knew it subconsciously, but not consciously. But it always, it took a while for me to finally get to this stage where I'm at now, where I'm printing and designing, or designing and printing. The inspiration was always to just have your own publication, you know. I feel that in this era that we're in, it's so easy to create our own projects. You know, we can fulfill those desires that we have to create something that is unique to our own. Uh, it took a lot of time and it took a lot of research and I had to go to YouTube University to figure everything out, but I got through it and, you know, with time and with persistence, I was able to come to this finalization of creating bad idea. So the process of creating this was, you know, somewhat simple. It just took a lot of time, you know, looking through the content, figuring out what I wanted to aim for, um, what I wanted to fill my my magazine with. I didn't want to just grab any photo that I thought looked good and throw it in there and call it a wrap. I felt that this book had to have a intention. It had to have some type of thought process going through it from beginning to end. I had to look over my work, select what I wanted, and at that point I printed everything out into these small, what is it like, I don't know, two by one or three by one and a half, you know, photos on regular printing paper. I printed those out, I had them in a stack, I organized them by category, and I just sat down at my table for a couple of days, you know, here at home and at coffee shops. I just sift through these photos and kind of started putting them together, seeing which ones relate with one another. And if I had the opportunity to show them to someone that I looked up to, then I would. And it would start a, 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 a discussion about the topic or, you know, what the image might convey. Uh, it, it really helped me bring all of these ideas together and even take ideas that I didn't have yet and put them into this magazine. So in this magazine, there's two protests that take place. There's the Free Palestine protests that took place in the southwest side of town. I'm not sure exactly where. It was um, Greenway Plaza, I believe. And the second protest took place on Madison Patient Street um, for the Key Families Together. This was my first time shooting protests. I've never been to one myself and I've never shot one before. When I first found out about the Free Palestine protest, I immediately knew I had to go because my girlfriend and her parents are from the Middle East, they're Palestinian, and I felt like I wanted to feel what they felt. I had to put myself in their position and feel their anger and feel their stress. So when I found out that the protest was happening, I knew that I had to make time to go for it. And I did, and it turned out to be very heartfelt, you know? 
being in the middle of this you know exchange of words and 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 feelings it was just a whole new world for me that i experienced i tried my best to get in there to be as much part of it as i can to get close to these people to portray some type of closeness like I, i wanted people to feel like they were really next to these group of people in the protests through these photos it was um it was just something that i mentally went into as soon as i pulled up to the location as far as the second one i was somewhat prepared for it i had a feeling this one was going to be a lot bigger and as i parked my car and i walked my way up it definitely was a lot bigger they had streets shut down there was barricades there was long lines of and groups of people i was a little intimidated at first and when i was walking towards the location i thought or i remember thinking i don't think i'm gonna get much good content out of this i don't think i'm going to feel anything out of this and um if i knew then what i know now i knew that i was just trying to tell myself to go home and, and not do this and i i don't know i i guess it's just the way my mind works I, i shut myself down before i even fully get through the process of doing something or before i even start which is one of my flaws but i tend not to listen to that voice i don't let it drive my actions in other words I can't I can't let that happen, you know. I can't let some small voice, you know, stop me from shooting or, or doing something that is out of my comfort zone. But, you know, I'm I'm really glad I went. I got some of I would say my best photos out of this project. I feel like it conveys the strongest messages that I've ever produced. And I hope that in this magazine you can feel that I had a chance to get even closer to my subjects. I had a chance to get in their faces, get next to them. I was in the sun sweating with them. I was I was, you know, feeling everything that they felt I was there. And I hope through these photos you can again feel that same emotion. So, you know, before all of this, you know drive and motivation i had to find other artists and other photographers that inspired me you know i needed some type of fuel i i couldn't do it by myself because i personally have too much doubt i have too much criticism i have too much you know just second guessing all of that within myself and at times it is hard for me to do something new because like i said before i shut myself down before i even try that is the worst thing that i could do to myself and that's the worst thing anyone could do to themselves because they're not giving themselves the opportunity to go through with what it is that they feel is right so i had to break this barrier i had to get rid of this feeling and I just got out of my head for a moment. I studied other other works of of these other artists. They might not consider themselves artists. I know it's a very it's kind of like a 
boxed in term in a way most people just create just to create or they just capture but that's not the point here the point is i consider them to be artists in my definition i studied a lot of their work from you know john free you can find him on youtube i've studied uh, bruce gilden i've studied steve mccurry i've studied of course duane michaels um who else recently i just discovered uh man i'm so bad with his name but the name of the book is called form and content please forgive me i i just don't even want to sever the name because it's it's really difficult for me to pronounce it but i can put that in the show notes these artists to me are very inspirational i connect with them in a way that i feel like their work is my own i see a reflection of myself in their in their craft and it influences me to go out there and create something myself i had to take a lot of time to get out of my head so i can go out and do what i have to do and capture these great photos and be in the moment and not second guess myself and just be as tuned in as i can be it is almost like flying in a way if we could fly but it you just soar you don't think about looking down you don't think about flapping your wings you you just do it you guide yourself you're gliding in the air you're letting the wind the the wind fly beneath your wings i feel it's the same way with shooting photos you you don't think about it you just feel it you don't question yourself but before all that you have to get to the point of understanding the machine which is your camera so you can be more tuned in to what's happening around you so if i could make a direct connection between shooting the photos and making the magazine if i could make a connection uh, a challenge that is similar in both fields i would say it's going with your gut i would say it's being as intuitive as possible having that natural instinct and letting it flow i feel like it's very strong whenever you can be able to concentrate your energy and put it into this workflow so with composing the magazine it was very simple you know we all have the same tools we all use the same programs uh i use indesign i you know set it up as easy as i possibly could i had my girlfriend help me out with a couple of things that i didn't understand it was a simple process but at the end of it i didn't want it to be so straightforward like i did with the magazine before so i studied more work i went to more libraries i picked up books on uh framing and i found a lot of great things about composing your photos into a book it was something that i had never thought about before never even considered i just i just assumed you set the photo up and you center it into the frame and you call it it you know um but there's a lot more to it and i hope in the magazine when you see it i hope that 
you can feel what it is that I'm doing with the framing of the book and how I'm utilizing it. But I don't want to touch into that too much. It's more of something that you have to experience. So if you're curious, own a magazine, check it out and see what it is that's available and what is what is it that I intentionally put into framing this magazine because there is thought behind it that's for sure so in the process of creating this magazine I like to have those people around me criticize it I like to sit with them show them where I'm at in the progress of putting it together and see what it is that they feel and what they think the people around me are the drive they're the ones that help me go forward with this they give me this extra push of influence and just inspiration they help reinforce this idea that's in my head when i showed them this body of work there was instant discussion there is instant emotion the fact that there is a discussion is what surprised me and of course i did expect it but the type of discussion and how long they went on for was something that i did not assume would happen and as that kept reoccurring i started to believe in this project more and more i i knew that it had to be in the hands of others and for everyone to see i i knew it needed to have a home and something physical and down the line I might put this magazine out online or at least just some of the photos just so they're able to reach a farther you know audience that's neither here nor there but right now it's in the magazine and this is the way it should be experienced or in my mind so throughout the whole process of creating this magazine and you know finally turning it into a booklet and getting it printed it felt very liberating having this this idea finally in my hands it just felt like everything that i worked towards finally came true so i've talked about destinations before i've talked about you know your starting point to your ending point a to b Although it felt very great to finally have this project done and wrapped up, I'm ready for something else, you know? I'm ready for the next, you know, move into something greater, you know? No easy, no easy moves. Everything's risky. That's how you stay on your toes. Um if yeah it feels really good to have it done it feels great and all i can do after this is just reflect on the process that i had to go through to get to that point um i don't always realize things at first but i just had to take the time to go back think about it think about the challenges that i had to face to get to this point so if you're curious about the magazine if you would like to own it you can purchase it online i'm doing personal drop-offs if you're in the houston area and if you're not i'm able to ship it out to wherever you're at so if you're curious about owning one yourself you can check it out on the website i'll put it in the show notes 
It's quitexfrankly.com. That's Q-U-I-T-E-X-F-R-A-N-K-L-Y.com. I suggest you read the description and, you know, see what it's about and get an idea for it. Uh, me personally, I don't... I, I At first, I didn't like reading introductions to a, to a book, but man, they really put you in the mindset. They really put you in the seat and they prepare you for what you're about to experience. Um, so I recommend that you do that. And if you don't, switch up that process and do something new. Get into the mindset of that artist. So through everything that I've been through these, uh, I think it's been past two weeks that I've worked on this project. I hope that however you're experiencing this creativeness, I hope that you can take from it and apply it to your own, whether it's what you see on Instagram, whether it's this podcast, whether it's just the magazine or my website. I hope whatever it is, however you're getting this you know this information i hope that you're taking it and utilizing it and applying it to your life and making something of it i I, that's what this is all for this is not for me to feel good about myself because that is just it, it only goes so far it only goes so far and i feel like everything that i'm doing is just for someone else to do something bigger or to feel like they're they're related to. Um, as much as I read about these other artists and discover and look, I feel like I am a segment of their creativity and who they are. And that is one of the best feelings ever and it never goes away for me and never ends. Every time I pick up a book of my favorite artists, I always feel as motivated as the first time I discovered them. So I hope with the work that I'm able to produce, I hope that you can take it and feel that same way and do something with it. So here it is to wrap up the show. I just want to pass on energy. I just want to pass on this creativity to you guys run with it go with your gut instinct never question yourself and if you have to don't take too long doing it it's not worth the time it's just only holding you back a minute or two from going and doing what you have to do write it down put it on a sticky note write it on the back of your hand whatever it takes if you have that creative idea Do not let it go. Don't focus on the challenges that you're going to face. Just feel it. Feel inspired by it. It's, It's like if you feel yourself slowing down, get out there and find that inspiration. It's out there. It's infinite. It's waiting for you to discover it. Do not let it go. With all that being said, I just want to say thanks for supporting me through my process. I hope that these interviews and self-analysis can be more in-depth. 
Um, I do plan on having other people outside of myself be interviewed or I wouldn't say it's like interview but it's more of a just discussion um, I, I plan on having more people come and talk about their process but for now this is self-analysis episode two I'm Frank this is behind the minds and I appreciate you for listening until next time <laughs>